Unfortunately, it is all too easy sometimes to feel stuck with retroactive jealousy. And even if you're someone who's putting in the work, you're actively owning your problem, you're actively taking steps each and every day to work through it, even if you're in that position, sometimes some people still feel completely stuck with retroactive jealousy. In today's video, I'm talking to you. If you feel stuck with retroactive jealousy and you've already begun actively putting in the work to beat it, I have a few thoughts for you that I think you're going to want to hear. If you don't know who I am, my name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been working one-on-one -on -one with men and women from all over the world, helping them overcome retroactive jealousy, helping them overcome obsessive jealousy, and save their relationships. If you'd like more information about my work, or you'd like to connect with me and work with me one-on-one, -on -one, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. Okay, just one more time to be very, very, very clear. This video is for people who have actively started putting in the work to beat retroactive jealousy. If you're kind of half watching a free YouTube video now and then and just kind of, you know, dipping your toe in the water, this video is not for you. You're welcome here. I'm, I'm glad you're watching, but I'm not talking to you in this video. I'm talking to retroactive jealousy sufferers who have had enough. They've hit that point where it's like enough is enough. I'm going to figure this problem out. I'm going to solve this and move on with my life. And they've actually started taking steps in the right direction. Whatever that looks like for them. Maybe they're working with me. <laughs> Maybe they're working with another coach. Maybe they're working with a therapist. Maybe they're taking an online course, reading books, learning more. Whatever that looks like for them, you know who you are. You've actively started taking steps to confront and overcome this problem. And a certain percentage of these people feel stuck. Maybe that's you. You feel like you've confronted this problem. You're ready to overcome it. You actually want to overcome it, or at least you think you do. I'll get to that in a minute. And you've actively started taking steps to beat it, and you're still feeling stuck. So what's the deal? Why are you still feeling stuck? There could be a number of potential answers to that question. One of these answers could be that your partner's past is actually more or less a deal breaker for you, by your own definition, not mine. I talk endlessly on this channel about values and deal breakers and what's a red flag and all that stuff because it's important. And I think it's very important to sort that stuff out as quickly as possible. Frankly, most of the people who come to me, most people who find my work, most people who sign up for coaching or, or buy my courses or whatever, most of those people realize at some point, or at least they mostly realize, that they're dealing with irrational retroactive jealousy. You know, their partner's past isn't that crazy. There isn't actually a deal breaker in their partner's past, and there's certainly no deal breakers in the present. They completely trust their partner. This stuff is just about the past. It's not really important. There are other people who are kind of in between, where they think there might be some red flags and deal breakers in their partner's past that they need to get to the bottom of. This is a tougher uh, problem to solve, but it's still absolutely solvable. And one of my favorite parts of my work, actually, is working with clients in this uh, position, helping them get to the bottom of their values and asking them questions and helping them work through this issue, work through their partner's past and the values and the boundaries and all the rest. I really enjoy that, and it's something that I, I feel pretty confident about. But anyway, if you're still feeling stuck with retroactive jealousy, there is a chance that your partner's past is actually something of a deal breaker. However, a lot of people whose partner's past is actually a deal breaker. There's actually glaring red flags and, you know, more red flags than a Chinese parade and, and all the rest. Their partner's past is actually a problem. Most of those people actually aren't in that category because they break up. They, they just end their relationship and walk away. No harm, no foul. It's fine. Sometimes walking away is absolutely the right decision for everyone involved, as I talk about endlessly on this channel. So if you've started putting in the work and you're still feeling stuck with retroactive jealousy, it probably isn't a values issue. Instead, I'm gonna propose an idea 
if you're feeling stuck with a retroactive jealousy, that I want you to just sit and think about. You don't have to give me an answer right now. You don't need to leave a comment beneath this video right now with your answer. But I'm just going to put a question out there and I want you to just sit with it for a few days and think about it. My question is, what purpose is retroactive jealousy serving in your life? What are the potential benefits that you are getting out of retroactive jealousy? Okay, before you throw your phone or your laptop across the room in anger, please just hear me out. I'm not trolling. I'm not trying to make light of your situation. I'm not trying to say retroactive jealousy is fun and you just need to think positively. And No, that's not what I'm saying with this video. I am saying this based on my personal experience. That frequently in life, when I've been faced with a problem that seems like I'm really struggling to overcome it, the deeper I dig, that problem is solving some kind of purpose in my life. There is some kind of benefit to that problem. And that's going to sound absolutely nuts to many retroactive jealousy sufferers. Because I remember how hellish and torturous retroactive jealousy was. I, I remember that well. It's been like 10 years for me, more, but I still remember it very well. Wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. But fundamentally, when you're struggling with a problem in life and it just seems you can't seem to really make as much progress as you want and you're feeling stuck and you're feeling hopeless and all the rest, ask yourself, what purpose is this solving for me? What purpose is this fulfilling in my life? To throw out some hypotheticals, and these are just hypotheticals. This may not relate to you and your specific situation. These are just ideas. Some hypotheticals. There's a quote that I think about by the American author Stephen Shabosky all the time. And the quote is, we accept the love we think we deserve. And the rest of that quote could be, you know, and no more. In other words, if we feel like we only deserve a certain amount of love or joy or sex or affection or happiness, for a lot of people, not everyone, but for a lot of people, we'll hit that limit where we only accept so much and we actively create barriers to keep the rest away. Because on a deep subconscious level, we feel like we don't deserve it. And if someone feels like they don't deserve something, they will do everything in their power to prevent it from entering their life. And this can involve things like friends and money and sex and fame or whatever. If you have a goal and you're not reaching your goal and you don't know why, there's a good chance that there's a deep part of your subconscious that is keeping you from achieving that goal because you feel like you don't deserve it. So if you're struggling with retroactive jealousy, you've actively started putting in the work and you're still feeling stuck, ask yourself, do I truly feel like I deserve my partner's love, their affection? Do I feel like I fundamentally deserve to be happy? That is a terrifying question for a lot of people. And a lot of people, when they ask themselves this question and they're really honest with themselves, or maybe they have a really good therapist or a psychologist or a coach, frequently they will find that the answer is no. Maybe they feel like they don't deserve happiness. Maybe they feel like they don't deserve an incredible partner or incredible husband, or incredible wife. Fundamentally, they may feel they don't deserve that. So guess what? They do everything in their power to keep it away. So really think about this and see if it applies to you. Think about it for a few days, go and journal and all the rest, but this could be a bit of an eye-opener for you. It certainly has been for me in different periods of my life. When I had some goal that I was striving towards and I was kind of feeling stuck, it's like, okay, what purpose is this solving? Do I feel like I deserve the attainment of this goal? And frequently for me, the answer has been no. And that's required a lot of unplugging from a lot of the background narrative in my head that wasn't serving me, cultivating new beliefs, new perspectives, big topic. But the point is to start by simply asking the question. Another hypothetical purpose that this problem could be solving in your life. 
Are you bored? Do you not have really big goals in your life that excite you and, and keep you, you know, energized and motivated and fulfilled? You know, is your life full aside from retroactive jealousy, aside from your relationship? Because if you live more or less kind of a boring life, if you're not feeling motivated and energized and inspired by your partner or your kids or your job or your town or your hobbies and interests, whatever, if you're living a life that you're not entirely excited by, the purpose that retroactive jealousy could be solving in your life is energy and excitement and drama. This is why marriages of 25, 30 years sometimes blow up. Because there's been this creeping sense of boredom, sometimes for decades. And eventually, usually one party decides, I can't take this anymore. We need, like, I need something more in my life. I'm bored to tears. So they create fights, they create drama, they create an excuse to get divorced. This happens more frequently than you might think. And retroactive jealousy, as painful and hellish and torturous as it is, can be exciting in a certain sense, right? It fills, it's, you know, creates drama and fights and this mental struggle and, you know, you're feeling like, oh, I'm a victim and all these things. It can create a certain sense of meaning and drama in your life where maybe meaning and drama has been lacking for a while. Just a hypothetical, just an idea. But ask yourself if this doesn't sort of resonate with you that maybe you're kind of bored in general in your life, you don't have really big goals, you don't have serious problems, serious challenges, and retroactive jealousy is kind of filling that void. And my last potential hypothetical, if you're feeling stuck with retroactive jealousy, is one I talk about a lot. Are you using retroactive jealousy as an excuse to push your partner away because you're genuinely unhappy in the relationship? Are you in a genuinely toxic relationship? Have you been miserable for a long time? Have you gone six months without sex? You know, whatever the case may be. Sometimes, this is rare, but it does happen. Sometimes retroactive jealousy is a symptom of a decaying relationship, of your misery, perhaps, in a deeply unhappy, unsatisfying, unfulfilling relationship. So obviously, retroactive jealousy is a really good excuse to push your partner away and maybe even on some level compel them to eventually break up with you whether it takes a month or six months or a year. As I often tell retroactive jealousy sufferers, and this gives me no pleasure in saying it, but it's true, I don't care how much your partner loves you, everyone has their breaking point. Everyone. Everyone in a relationship with a retroactive jealousy sufferer has that breaking point where they hit that wall and it's like, I can't have another conversation about my past. I can't keep being made to feel guilty and bad about things that happened 10 years ago. You know, the wall looks like a little different for everyone but everyone has their breaking point. And sometimes people who are unhappy in their relationship use retroactive jealousy as an excuse to push their partner away. So this is the purpose that retroactive jealousy is filling. All these things are just hypotheticals. These are just ideas. These are just possibilities, perhaps. Just something to think about. But the main point of this video, if you're feeling stuck with retroactive jealousy, is ask yourself and be honest with yourself, what purpose could retroactive jealousy be filling in my life? Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.